Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, it's Wednesday. We are wrapping up our latest session, the Holy Spirit today. This is week five. We've, uh, man, we've been in this Holy Spirit learning for quite some time now. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know I've really enjoyed it. I know I've taken quite a bit from it, even myself. And I hope it's given you something uh, to draw from as well, learning as we go along, obviously. So week five, to, to finalize everything that we've been through, we're going to look at the results of a Spirit-filled life. Now that we've studied the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is and the power of the Holy Spirit in our life, it's also important to know where there are specific results that should be evident in our life when we are filled with the Spirit. The best place to look is the life of Jesus. In Luke chapter 3, verse 21 through 22, Jesus is being baptized in the Jordan, and, and he is praying. He has a powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit. Look at Luke, Luke chapter 3, starting with verse 21, it says, One day when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. As he was praying, the heavens opened. Verse 22 says, And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, my Beloved, in you I am well pleased and delighted. So in this story, we see two things that position Jesus for his experience with the Holy Spirit. One, he had spiritual hunger. And secondly, he spent time praying. He was in prayer when the Holy Spirit came upon him. These same two things are important in our lives as well. The first is spiritual hunger. Jesus had a hunger that compelled him to pursue every experience that would help lead him forward spiritually. We should have that same hunger. We should desperately hunger for the Lord that, that, pursue, that we would pursue him and every experience with him that leads us forward spiritually. He sought John the Baptist and he pursued being baptized. The second thing is prayer. It brought an open heaven over Jesus' life. And when heaven was opened, the Holy Spirit came down. Listen, when we've got a constant level of prayer life, when we're, when we're constantly lifting up the Father, when we're constantly crying out to the Lord, when we're constantly in communication with Him, we have this open line into heaven. The Holy Spirit has flowing access to us. It opens up the heaven over us, just like it did Jesus, and the Holy Spirit can come down upon us and fill us and empower us to do whatever it is we need to do. So that second thing being prayer. It brought an open heaven over Jesus' life. In the next chapter, Luke describes Jesus as full of the Holy Spirit. This is in Luke chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Now Jesus, full of and in perfect communication with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. A spiritual change took place in Jesus' life. And that's exactly what can happen in our lives, too, when we allow the Holy Spirit to overtake us, when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. He leads us. Here's a key thought. When we're full of the Holy Spirit, it brings results into our everyday lives. What is the first result of a Spirit-filled life that we see take place in Jesus' life? Luke 4.1, he was led by the Spirit. So that, that's the very first result of a Spirit-filled life is being led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit leads us, it, it, it guides us, it empowers us, it pours into us things that we need to see. Uh, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, uh, what I, I think the title of it is Talking with the Lord, 
I talked about how the Holy Spirit put things on my mind, put people on my mind, brought people and faces in front of me, and it led me to pray for them. So the Holy Spirit led me yesterday to cry out to the Lord on others' behalf. What are some of the areas that we need Spirit-led direction in our lives? I could answer that all day long. We, <laughs> we need Spirit-led in all things of our life. From sharing the gospel to to living our daily life out loud to 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 living according to the word of God, we need the Holy Spirit leading us day in and day out. So, what is the second result of a spirit filled life that is displayed in Jesus' life in Luke four four fourteen? In Luke four fourteen, it says, "Then Jesus went back to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and the news about him spread to the entire region." So the the second result of a spirit-filled life displayed in Jesus is he's in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, what did Jesus tell his disciples the power of the Holy Spirit was for? Verse 1, chapter, uh, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, But you will receive power and the ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. So when 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 we think about this, what did Jesus tell his disciples that, that power was for is so that we would be his witness. The power of the Holy Spirit comes upon us that we might lead others to him. What are some key things the Holy Spirit empowers us to do? Obviously, it empowers us to be a witness. It empowers us to share our story. It kind of gets us out of our corner. It gets us out of our box. It it opens us up. When we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and then empower us, that we can share the story of our redemption through Jesus Christ. So what is the third result of a spirit-filled life that we see Jesus living out in Luke 4.18? In 4.18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, the Messiah, because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce release and pardon forgiveness of the captives and recovery of the sight to the blind, to set those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed by tragedy free, to set them free. A spirit-filled believer, what, what should be the main focus of our life? As a spirit-filled believer, what's the main focus of our life? It, it should be to preach the good news, to set the captive free, to announce the Lord of the Lord's forgiveness, to, to, to speak the story of our redemption, what he brought us out of. That's what a spirit-filled believer should be. That should be our main focus, is leading others to Christ. Remember, he sent us to go into all the world, preach the gospel, None of that happens to be the Great Commission. The Great Commission is leading people to Jesus. The Holy Spirit gives us that anointing and that power and that empowerment to do so. So what are some practical ways that we can live a life of purpose like Jesus described in Luke 4.18? Obviously, by sharing our testimony. The Bible says in Revelation that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. That's Jesus' sacrifice for us and by the word of our testimony, our story of redemption. So week one, we said we talked about what do you think of the Holy Spirit? Go back and find these if you need to. I think maybe listen to them all together. Week two was who is the Holy Spirit? Week three was what is the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Week four, just last week, we talked about the benefits of praying in tongues. And then today, the results of a spirit-filled life. Such power involved in all five weeks of this that we've studied this out. 
Let me pray with you on this. Father, we thank you for all that comes into our life because of the Holy Spirit. God, we want to experience the the direction. We want to experience the power and the purpose that comes as a result of being a Spirit-filled believer, a Spirit-filled follower of Christ, having a Spirit-filled life. God, I ask you to help us with that direction. Help us with the power and the purpose to impact people and to make a difference for eternity. God, that we would share your story in the midst of our story of redemption. The, the, very, the very story of Jesus Christ, what, why you came, what you did for us, and the fact that through your sacrifice, you've set us free. Let us have a boldness to go into all the world and tell our story, our story of how you set us free because of what you did on that cross. Father, we're so thankful for all that you've given us. God, I ask that you just empower us, pour into us. For those that are listening to these broadcasts that are still uncertain, maybe still don't quite understand, God, I pray clarity into their mind tonight that you open their heart to see the things that you would have them to see in the process of learning how to walk fully immersed in the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit. God, give us clarity of mind, clarity of heart. Open the eyes of our heart that we might see the way you see and see the things that you want us to see in the process of all of this. God, I thank you for all who have listened to these broadcasts, all who have walked with us through this journey on studying out the Holy Spirit. God, I ask tonight that you lead us into the next study, whatever that may be, whether it's a continuation of the Holy Spirit's learning or into something new. But God, we're thankful for all that you've poured into us. Continue, Father, to lead us by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for following along and supporting us. We so appreciate the support that we get from each of you. Uh, If you want to support us financially, all of our giving links are on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. There's a Simple Give app. There's a PayPal. There's all kinds of links. We We can take donation any way you want to. There's an address on there as well if you want to send something. God will bless you for it. I know he will. He said in the same spirit in which you give, he'll give back to you. The same measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, the man will pour right into your lap. Amen. Ron and I love you. We thank you so much for partnering with us, praying with us, walking with us on this journey. We're not done yet. There's more to come. Stay tuned. Stay locked in. Keep your eyes on Jesus. We are in the midst of a war. Keep your armor on. Keep your sword sharp. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.